I would basically apply anything to my face, pretty much. Well, hello and welcome back to Put the Lotion in the Basket. I'm Patrick. I'm Anna. And we're back for more skincare talk. And we're finally back in the kitchen. We're in uh, person. We're in Patrick's kitchen yes. where we like to be. I can yes. see you. It's so much better. I can see you. I, I'm bouncing off your energy. I'm gazing into the dewy glow of your skin. Um, <laughs> all is right with the world. Um, it's January. It's still cold. Um, but we, I, I at least am feeling better than last week. I mean, oh, good. I, was, I was a bit, well, I had just recently overcome a little bout of COVID, which was one of the reasons why we, um, well, I just remembered I didn't want to talk about that last week, but now I do. Um, yeah, so I had COVID. Could you believe it? Well, yes, of course you can believe it. It's not that unbelievable. Everyone gets it these days, but I'm testing negative now. So, um, I, so yeah, we can be together again, which is great. It's great. And I'm glad that you're feeling better and you're looking good. You know, when we talked last week, you were saying that you had had, you'd had a breakout or some kind of allergic reaction, oh, but I don't see any trace of that on no. your face. Yeah, it's, be- it's, it's better. Look, I'm still Botox free, so mm-hmm. there's yeah. still work to be done here. <laughs> I can still move my face, so that needs to be looked at. But I was getting such dryness and redness and it's just not like me so it was weird and it went on for a few days maybe it was the COVID do you know I remember reading a long time ago that I can't remember if it was the actual virus or if it was the COVID vaccine it might have been the vaccine when it was first introduced there were some reports of it causing some kind of inflammation or swelling in people with facial filler yes do you remember that I do Mm -hmm. I remember thinking I don't know about that vaccine anymore (laughs) <laughs> no, um, I jest, oh, of course. But um, so, yeah, so I'll come on to how I remedied my skin situation in a second because somebody has gifted me skincare. <sighs> yes, we have new products to talk about. Oh, we do. And I got some tea, as the kids say, about the future of skincare. Um, that I'd love to share with you and all of our listeners as well. Yes, you have been given the tea. You have a lot to share, so I'm excited. You're driving the boat today because I'll tell you, my agenda today is slim. So this is perfect. It's high time I I drove something. Yeah, so basically what some of you may not know is when I'm not working on Put the Lotion in the Basket, which is, you know, a a seven-day-a-week full-time job, Mm -hmm. I am also a freelance TV producer. So um, I work on, you know, various shows in the Los Angeles area, mainly in the daytime sphere. And last week, I got the opportunity to work with a leading esthetician and anti-aging expert, a man who goes by the name of Dr. Daniel Campos. He's based out of Florida. He is a nurse practitioner. Okay, so he's, um, he essentially has a PhD degree in nursing. Just, yes. <laughs> yes, his credentials. Yeah. If it sounds confusing, so he's Dr. Campos on his products and he goes by that. Technically, he's a nurse practitioner who also is a doctor of nursing practice. So yeah. he's not a medical doctor, but he's a medical professional with a doctorate level education. Yes. So there's no scalpels, but he provides a really impressive range of treatments. And I've got to say, his face 
and I got to meet him up close and personal. You know, I don't think you'll mind me saying this, but he turns 50 next month. He had the skin of a baby. I'm wow. like, so I'm, he's a good advertisement for his like, own I mean, services. I'm showing Let's you a see. picture here. It's I, I could get, oh. you can kind of get the, huh. I'm showing um, Anna a picture of him here. You can kind of get the idea. Just that isn't even the best picture mm-hmm. of him. You kind of need to meet him in person. Yeah. But you know, he is one of these experts that wouldn't, do a procedure on anyone that he hasn't done on his own face and he doesn't look strange no 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 he doesn't mm-hmm. he looks great he doesn't he doesn't look like he's had work no he just looks disconcertingly young um and he came on to talk about three new skincare treatments that he believes are going to kind of be the future of skincare in 2024 and beyond okay i'm all ears yeah 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 so he so he started off with, he said chemical peels are basically going to become a thing of the past. And that new technology means that treatments similar to peels can be carried out without any of the side effects, i.e. the flaky skin, the itchiness, the downtime. So this is a new system called Derm Perfection Calm Glow. I'm looking it up now. Derm Perfection. Perfection with an X, P E R F E X I O N. Exactly, P R X Derm Perfection Mm. is what it is what it's called. So you know the 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 application process is very simple. You know he cleans the skin, he applies the product with a little bit of pressure, uh, and then neutralizes it all with a really good moisturizer. It stays on for about fifteen minutes, and then you know you're basically good to go. Yeah, I'm reading about it right now. I just I'm on a random website, some dermatology group that apparently offers it, but it says so. It's a couple different kinds of acid, one that I can't pronounce, and some kojic acid, and something else, and then hydrogen peroxide. Uh-huh. And it said it, uh, yeah, it was it was originally created to treat scarring in children. And because it's safe enough for use on young children, it can be applied to address almost any skin concern in adults, even on sensitive skin. Wow. Huh. So it's it's like a substance you put on and then. Yeah, it's a substance. You rub mm-hmm. it on. I saw, you know, I saw some footage of, of him actually doing a treatment. And it's just, it's, it's a solution that's massaged into the skin. Um, it's left to to absorb and then and then you you're moisturized uh, and that's kind of it it's super huh. simple how much does it cost okay so average price is between 350 and 450 dollars per session varies wherever where you are in the states but for a non non-invasive treatment i think that's pretty reasonable yeah and i will say i mean I find a way to wedge him into every episode on purpose. So you know who I'm going to talk <laughs> about. Gonna talk you know about. I'm going to talk about Dr. Dennis Gross. But one of his principles is that you don't need, that he doesn't really believe in treatments that require a lot of downtime. So he is yes. against the idea that you need to do something incredibly damaging to your skin that's going to cause all sorts of peeling and redness and all, all kinds of crazy stuff to have results. He's like a big believer in the no downtime treatment and that things that are good for your skin don't make it super inflamed. So um, this sounds like something that would be Dr. Dennis Gross approved. I'm going to have to do some research on that, but, um, but yeah. I think, I think it would be honestly, you know, um, this guy, you know, Dr. Campos knows what he's talking about and he definitely comes from, I think the less is more school. 
Um, now, I also don't think there's anything wrong with Maura's Moore, by the way. Yeah, you um, you are a Maura's Moore guy. Like, you think Nicole Kidman looks great. Uh, oh, my God, <laughs> she looks amazing. Which, I mean, you know? No, yeah. but the thing is, she, it's clear, it's obvious she's had everything done to her face. Everything, everything's been done to her face. But she still somehow looks amazing to me. Yeah. That AMC commercial, it, it's become an iconic part of the cinema experience. True. That doesn't happen by accident. That's true. You know? Um, so I won't have a bad word said about Nicole Kidman or her face. Fair. But um, yeah, so okay, so that was the first one. Mm-hmm. Second up, so this is exciting. So this is kind of like a groundbreaking alternative to the controversial vampire facial. Do you remember the PRP facial? Oh, yes. That Kim Kardashian had. I vaguely remember people covered in blood, right? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So look, Kim Kardashian's picture of her there that I found. So like she went, this, this is like 10 years ago. This is a long time ago that people were doing this. And basically... PRP stands for platelet-rich plasma. And effectively, it's a it's a treatment where your blood is drawn with a syringe and the plasma from the blood is separated in a, in a machine, a spinning device. Don't ask me to get technical because I'm not, I don't know what I'm talking about. But basically, they use the plasma from your blood and that has, that can have significant rejuvenation property just by sticking it on your face by putting it back onto your face so weird doesn't it sound like uh i mean i'm sure there's some science behind it but doesn't it sound like one of those weird old old timey medical treatments like where they used to bleed people yeah, but that's and what, then kill them yeah yeah the pe- that, that's that's a very english thing to do you mm-hmm. know just kind of someone's got like a sore throat let's just cut his leg and let his let it bleed for 20 minutes uh, until they basically die. So over 2 billion exosomes are applied during the treatment to the face. And the evidence shows tremendous anti-aging benefits to the skin. You know, we talked about growth factor serums some weeks back, and this is along the same lines. It sounds like yeah, we talked about growth factor serums and how they have exosomes. And if you apply them every day, they supposedly have all these benefits. And there were a couple specific ones that were FDA approved. So this sounds like it's a more like a one-time in-depth treatment where you just, it's like that, but more intense. Well, yeah, it's it's using those ingredients, but it's applying them in a way that you can only experience with a professional in a a clinic. Mm -hmm. I would basically apply anything to my face pretty much. I mean... If you're just lasering it or putting stuff on your face, fine. I'm more scared of injecting things into my face, but like anything topical, I mean, sure. Yeah, (laughs) go for it. Ask questions later. Exactly. That's always been my approach. So, okay, finally, a much anticipated update to, and we're going to do that one more time because I have dogs. Give me one second. (laughs) A much anticipated update to a treatment that I think is amazing anyway. And this is, um, so you, we've talked about Morpheus 8. Oh, Morpheus 8. Yes, we had a we had that Bananas episode with our guest, Anna David, who talked us through uh, her Morpheus 8 journey, which was such a saga. So int- but What a journey that was. And can I say, I saw Anna at the, uh, on Friday, a few days ago, and her skin looked fantastic oh and that is the wonder of morpheus 8 you know it your skin gets better over time you know it's just like she just has very youthful looking skin so Mm. anyway so according to dr campos um you know non-surgical skin tightening is is the future 
and Pixel 8 is being touted as the, the, the new Morpheus 8. Now, I have heard of Pixel 8 before. Have mm, you? Never. Mm-mm. So this is like uh, Morpheus. It's radio frequency assist- assisted microneedling. Um, and, you know, we all know as we age, so, you know, skin loses elasticity and that leads to things like wrinkles and sagging. So Pixel 8 stimulates collagen production uh, in order to tighten and smooth wrinkles on the face, neck and body. So the difference between Pixel 8 and, you know, something like Morpheus is that um, there's an enhanced delay function that helps to eliminate post inflammatory hyperpigmentation so again less downtime and less redness and pain um you know because you know as we heard morpheus was pretty gnarly yeah really painful and anna Mm -hmm. is quite a tough bird you know yeah so again he uses numbing cream the machine has 64 needles uh, and every time the machine heats the needles the skin is punctured and that is how microneedling works it forces the body to repair itself and create new collagen so anyway out of all three treatments he said this is the most painful this is like a four out of ten on the pain scale okay um mm-hmm. I, you know again we're Anything where 64 needles are puncturing your face, it's not going to be a cakewalk. Not going to feel good, yeah. So, you know, it's for the hardier among us. But again, the befores and the afters, I mean, I've got a before and after here just to show you, Anna. Oh, wow. It's pretty That's impressive. impressive. You know, Very. it just, um, it really eliminates deep lines. We're not just talking about superficial fine lines and talking about those crepey necklines that, God, I, you know, I just see you know, calling my name on my own neck every morning. So it's exciting. Price-wise, it's um, between $550 and $700 per session, depending on where you are in the US. Again, not too bad. No, and how many sessions do they say you need for maximum results? You need, it's it's three treatments, just like Morpheus. Hmm. Um, and the procedure lasts about 20 minutes. And, you know, it can take about 30 minutes um, to pre- kind of prepare the skin. So it's like you're looking at an hour. Okay. And then mm-hmm. that's it. You know, and hmm. again, v- very, very minimal downtime and really good results. So, um, and I actually asked him which of these three he's most excited about. And he actually said it was the exosomes. And that's the kind of the uh, update to the vampire facial. I love it. It's all very science fictiony in a good way. Yeah, it right? is. The f- you know, the future is here. We are living in extraordinary times, especially in the world of skincare. So I'm just delighted that I'm still drawing breath. Uh, at a time where, you know, we're at the beginning of the year and these things are being spoken about. Where will we be at the end of the year? Well, hopefully we'll be guinea pigs for all these new treatments. That's what our goal is for 2024, to make ourselves... Uh, the go-to guinea pigs for all these new treatments. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I have worked some, you know, before when I've been hard on my cash, I've often looked out for those, like, be a guinea pig for some new t- treatment. I've always been like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to, like, lose a limb or I don't want organ failure. If I saw something for skincare, I wouldn't even, I would just be, I would sign up for it immediately. <laughs> So um, I might actually Google that later. Yeah, um, like be in a trial or, or be one of those, you know, sometimes they do, um, they'll do things for free, like different places will will offer a free treatment if you agree to be on their Instagram or something and do before and afters. Yeah. So I feel like we should make this happen this year. Just become, yes. you know, guinea pigs for different, um, I, would, I, would I mean, anything non-invasive, be. I wouldn't even think twice. 
yeah, me, me either. So maybe that's a project we can set ourselves. And one of us could very well soon be on a before and after page on an Instagram account. We can only dream. So ambitious. So ambitious. I love it. We're much more optimistic this week than we we were last week. We're setting crazy goals for 2024. Totally. Crazy goals. So um so yeah, so that was my very interesting conversation with a with a really uh, clued up uh, and skilled um, anti-aging expert. So thank you to Dr. Campos. And also, he before he left, he gave me two products from his skincare line, Ageless Forever, by Dr. Daniel Campos. I've got to say, huh. I was talking about my dry skin earlier on. This stuff that he um, gave to me very kindly was a moisturizer, a moisture moisture balancing light cream, some great ingredients, um, aloe, beeswax, squalene, dimethicone, um, and some <laughs> other things that um, I'm sure are really good for me. But I've got to say, I put it on and like a day later, my dryness had gone. Wow. And um, he also gave me uh, a shine-free tinted sunscreen, SPF 50, which I, and I love a tinted sunscreen. I'm sure wow. I've talked, I mean, I know I've talked about it before. Amazing. So thank you. Thank you, Dr. Campos. And um, I would love it if one of us could try one or all three of these treatments before the end of the year. Definitely. It's, it's I'm, doable. I'm on board. It's definitely doable. I need to find, we need to find a way to do it like for no or, or very little money, but I'm totally on board. You've definitely driven the boat on this episode. The only thing that I had flagged for us to talk about is this article in Refinery29 that, oh, I'm just exhausted looking at almost because it's about skincare trends that apparently we'll see everywhere in 2024. And it's like, oh my gosh, do we have to throw away everything that we thought we knew every year? So it's saying that, for example, vitamin C serum is on its way out as a treatment for hyperpigmentation and that there's better ingredients, including kojic acid, which actually was a component in that, I think the first treatment that you mentioned from Dr. Campos. Oh, really? So there's that. Okay. Yeah, Um, you know, it's like... Why why do we have to boot out vitamin C? I why know. can't we invite Kojak's or whatever it's what was it called? Kojic acid. Kojic acid. Let's invite Kojic acid to the table, but let's not boot off right? vitamin C from the table. Let's have a bit of respect for vitamin C for I a start. Know. And you know, and the newcomers are welcome, but it's like don't forget your roots. I know. I mean, even though we're all about, of course, you know, keeping up with the new thing and and embracing it, I'm yes. also sometimes exhausted by it. I'm like, I've only been using vitamin C serum for a year, and now apparently it's no longer the gold standard. Also, apparently there are some new generation retinoids coming out that are far superior to retinol. Um, I mean, I. I think this is something that's not totally new. I kind of knew this, that retinoids are generally more effective than than retinol, which is a different form of vitamin A. So I guess there's some new generation ones, including one called HCP for short, which is an oh. acronym for something complicated, but it's apparently good for your skin and it's more potent than retinol. So there's that. Yeah, and here's the thing. I wouldn't mind an, a new retinol that was somewhere in between retinols and tretinoin yeah you know because it's like we've both talked about our tretinoin journeys and we both stopped them for good reason because they were messing up well messing up my face and i think they're really irritating yours Mm -hmm. and it's like if you go on reddit 
And if you type interesting Owen, I'm telling you now, you better not be eating anything because some of the pictures that people are posting desperately concerned for their skin because they've been using tretinoin. You know, their skin comes out in hives, rashes. There's even been some bleeding involved. Like, it's too strong or the application process is not being thought through enough. So I'm all for retinols that are a little kinder on the skin. Yeah, yeah, me too. So that, you know, and that I'm down for and I was sort of prepared for. And I guess the only other thing from the list that I thought really was worth mentioning is growth factors, which we also just talked about in your treatments. But apparently these growth factor serums are just going to continue to be a big trend and they are effective allegedly and boosting collagen and elastin. So I don't know, maybe once again, I will shake things up for the sake of our podcast in 2024 and I'll try maybe some alternative to vitamin C. And I would, I would like to try a growth factor serum actually. I'm, I'm curious. Well, Hopefully, Dr. Dennis Grace will release one. <laughs> I mean, then you'll be all over exactly. It. Then I'll be all over it. I'll I'll use any Dr. Dennis Gross product. There is one here that they mention in this article from a brand called Cell Derma. Pretty pricey. I guess it's a British brand or something because it's 156 pounds. I don't know how many dollars that is. Oh, that's almost. You're looking at like 180, okay, something like that. Yeah, and we talked on a previous episode about some other growth factor serums that were FDA approved. I don't know, which seems like some kind of stamp of approval. Yeah. So, so they're out there, and you know, we'll we'll explore them. I think this year we have we have some field trips to make, and we have some products to explore. We're going to dive into the world of Korean skincare more than yes. we did last week, and then I also. Sorry. Jurassic Bless sneeze. you. Jurassic sneeze, excuse me. I would also like to explore the world of growth factor serums. And yeah, and then maybe Dr. Campos can hook us up with um, some of these future treatments. I mean. Yes. No, well, you know, he is, he is in Florida, but we have become, you know. We're mobile. Um, firm friends at this point. Yeah, we can get on a plane. So. Yeah, we sure can. Um, so yeah, you know, watch this space and we'll see what we can get done to our faces. Anything, basically anything. I'll do anything. Except for, I wouldn't inject anything, but but I would do well, anything else. Yeah. Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> you see, Botox has become so ubiquitous that we even forget that it's an injectable. It's just like getting your five a day. I still haven't had it done this year, but um, the year is young. Yeah, I'm fine. Look, I've had fillers. Um, I'd have them again. I'd, I've got no issue injecting stuff into my face. And I think it's good that one of us, I think it's good that we complement each other in terms of what we would and wouldn't have done. Agree. So, you know, because I think it's good to reflect the landscape out there of skincare fanatics it's and it's okay to be on either Absolutely. team if you're if you're not into injectables well that's fine it's fine and i am not anti-injectable by any stretch either and certainly never saying never maybe 2024 will be my year i'm just kind of more of a nervous nelly and like yeah, very it, conservative yeah, about and it's it good to be, mm-hmm. it's good to be conservative because because look what can ha- we can we've seen we don't have to look far to see the the disasters that can that too much <laughs> filler can can do but my thing is if it's if it's really bad, it's only staying in your face for nine months. There you go. Do you know what I mean? So it's like even the filler dissolves eventually. Nothing is permanent. It's a good in way to life. look at it. Nothing. You know? No, and so, you're gonna die anyway someday. Yeah, exactly. So we're all, we're life is short. Die. Might as yeah. well just fill your face. Just do with, it. Fill your face. Yeah, and see I hear what you. Happens. I could embrace that. And then stay at home for nine months if you have a hideous face until until it's gone back to normal. You know that's the worst case scenario. 
Yeah. yeah, maybe. So you know what? I could embrace that line of thinking. And in the meantime, I'll put anything on my face. Yes, oh, for sure. You know, snail mucin, whale semen. I would, you know, if it's if if there's a study out there that says it has anti-aging benefits and properties. Oh yeah, slap it on my face. I don't even need a study. I just need one website. <laughs> That's you like... just need someone with a few letters after their name saying that this could work. Yeah, just even just some rando on the internet. That's like <laughs> this. This will make it. This will prevent wrinkles. I'm like sold. <laughs> <sighs> oh dear. Well. With that, on that note, a continued happy new year to all. And we will be back with some field trips and surprises and all kinds of things in the coming weeks. We absolutely will. Um, So happy new year to everybody. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) 